Welcome to Outwitting the Manipulator, the podcast that gives you powerful techniques to protect yourself as a manipulation is taking place. Now here are your hosts, authors, and communication experts, Robin Galinsky and Dr. Dennis Becker. Everybody. Hello, indeed. Nice to see you again. Glad you're here, everyone. Thanks for coming. Happy New Year. Yeah, how long can you say Happy New Year? A month? This is this is January, so after the New Year, you have to well, say. Well, we're going to say it only this one time because okay. Happy New Year. First podcast of 2024. Yeah. And as we all set intentions and New Year's resolutions, Dennis and I are going to do this every Friday at four o'clock. That's the plan. And I'm so happy to see producer Dave's in the background. So I did it. I pushed the button, but I don't think we're live on Instagram right now because Instagram requires an additional step. So, but the exciting part here is we are actually porting this out to many different portals on live stream. So it's an experiment and we are in Florida for the winter and I'm on Wi-Fi, not Ethernet. So anything could happen. <laughs> we have a great plan for you today. Nice to know that we have so many followers. We found out that there's a whole lot of you out there who are following. So thank you very much. And you're going to be glad you are because today is going to be a very unusual day. So Robin, lead us off. Tell us what we're going to do. Well, today we're at this 30 minutes. We're going to talk about something called protecting your reputation. Mm-hmm. About how a manipulator will leverage, if you will, your reputation. It could be a reputation in anything. But the assumption here is that you have a good reputation in a certain area. So if you have an excellent reputation with cats, let's say you know everything about cats, that doesn't necessarily mean you know about carburetors. So this is, we, we use another word for this called ethos. Ethos. This is your credibility, your integrity, your reputation. And we're going to talk to you about what your ethos is, what, how you need to be aware of it, and how a manipulator will shock that ethos mm-hmm. and use it for their own gain, unbeknownst to you, and, it, and, and it's quite detrimental to you because your ethos is everything, especially in, your, in the professional world. Your relationships are all built on your ethos, and uh, that can be deteriorated very quickly by a manipulator. So, Dennis, ethos, reputation. Does everybody yeah. have a reputation? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody's got a reputation of some sort. And uh, as we explained in the book, and you've heard us talk about in other podcasts, ethos is your, let's change the word a little bit, your credibility. Ethos is something that you are known for in a positive way, something that you have perhaps over time earned, that you have shown you have expertise in, that people admire you for that you're really glad that you have, maybe something that you've worked hard to attain. You have credibility, your reputation sustains that. And uh, this is what we call ethos. It's an old Greek word, but it means exactly what I just said. Your reputation, your credibility, what you are known for and by. Now, we're thinking about that in, in a positive way. How do I, so do, do most people know what their reputation is? Well, it's interesting because now, See, if we change the word reputation to credibility, now it's a little bit different. But yes, the answer to your question is yes. Most people do have some sense of what the reputation is. 
many people have no idea what other people think of them. And there are a lot of folks who, particularly manipulators, who try to design what other people are going to think of you, who, who work hard to create a certain impression, a certain reputation. Credibility is a little bit different. Credibility, because reputation could go with the way you talk, the way you look, where you, where you wear your hair, your clothes, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, you do the same thing with credibility, yes. But credibility usually refers to something that you have developed an expertise in, something that you are known to be an expert at or be famous for, or something that people come to you to add in, ask advice about. So credibility is a little bit different than reputation. And what we're talking about today is how those manipulators try to, you certainly do affect your reputation, but how they try to not only affect your credibility, but take your credibility, steal it from. Yeah, there's a couple of different angles to this. And so I just want to, maybe we can hit them one at a time because my brain starts racing. This is where Dennis and I are a good team and very popcorn-y, very spontaneous. And he is much more organized and thoughtful. So you'll see us catching each other. But I wanted to talk about your, so the shortcut. Manipulators typically want to take a shortcut. So it could be, there's multiple motivations for them trying to use somebody else's ethos. One of them is they, they don't want to work for their own, they don't want to work for it. So it takes a long time to, to develop a strong reputation and credibility. It's, it's over time and especially professionally. And then you need to protect, you need to maintain it, right? You don't want to get caught doing something that makes you look in or incompetent or dishonest. So this is how it's done over time. But a manipulator doesn't want to work. Are like it's easier for them to go and get somebody who has expertise in an area and ride that person's coattails, if you will. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Yeah, they not only ride your coattails, they want to do more than that. They want to take that credibility and make it their own. And by the way, I said reputation and credibility are different. You may have credibility in one area. You may be known as an expert in that particular area, but you have the reputation of being sort of scatterbrained or mean or such an easy personality, whatever. Reputation and credibility are a little bit different. So you'll hear us use the words interchangeably, but we're really talking today about how they, how the manipulator wants to take your credibility. They may want to ruin your reputation. That's for darn sure. It says well, that. maybe though, but sometimes they, don't want to ruin it because they just want it yeah, to were, yeah. cover them as well. Identify with it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a great example is Jeffrey Epstein. Mm. So he needed credibility and ethos in order to gain access to people of power. He, he used his surrogate Maxine to get the credibility with the young girls to get them to trust. But what did he do? I don't know if you remember the stories about him. He went out of his way to get pictures of himself with his arm around mm-hmm. somebody important. And not only did he get those pictures, he blew them up, framed them, and aligned his entire entry hall and stairwell with these photos of him with, I don't, I'm making this up. I don't remember who it was, but like Jeff Bezos. 
Well, it, Bill Clinton was one. Sure. Well, uh, I don't remember who the all words are only choosing because now it's all changed, right? Yeah. Now people don't want those photos out there because he's lost all of his ethos. But he did that to take their ethos from other people. It's why he gave so much money to MIT because it was a tad endorsement. It was a of his yeah. Yeah. credibility. Yeah. 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 This is a, this is a very common tactic that manipulators will use. They do try to identify with another person who has ethos in another area, but by being seen with them, by talking with them, by dropping their name, they somehow believe that that's going to be able to give them credibility. And it works sometimes. Like in Epstein's case, it worked. People looked at him with his arm around so and so, big deal, somebody. And they thought, well, he must be okay. I guess he's all right. He's got a picture with so-and-so. This is how, this is one of the tactics that very commonly is used by manipulators who are trying to take and use the ethos of someone else for a nefarious purpose, such as in his case, securing. So in the case where they're using your, their alliance with you or their relationship with you to make themselves look bigger, they are going to be interested in destroying your reputation because they've They've connected theirs to it. So that in that case, they may not necessarily want your reputation to go away because it'll affect them. But then, Dennis, there's a flip side of that where they do erode, target you to erode your your confidence in yourself. And mm-hmm. your, do that through attacking your credibility and your reputation and implying yeah. that you are confident. Yeah, and let's let's go back to our definition of manipulation. Things that people will do to boost themselves in some way, and they care nothing about you. They don't care what happens to you. So yes, in this case, where we're talking about them taking your ethos, they don't care what happens to you. You keep yours fine. You don't keep it. They don't care. What they care about is that they get some of it, and they become known as whatever it is they're after. So you don't necessarily lose your ethos, but Let's look what happened with Epstein. Those people who identified with him now have lost some of their own ethos because of what he turned out to be. Yep, because so, he tied it, tied it together. Be really careful. Yes. And this is why I want to talk to you about how you're protecting, you, how you can protect your own. Before the, that, though, Dennis, I do, I just, just popped in my head. I have a, and I'm, I'm fine with anybody who wants to push back on this. It's the world according to me. It's my opinion. You can disagree with me all you want. I'm not a fan of network marketing at all. That business model where you bring people underneath you and you get a, I've heard every defense of it under the sun. Tell people what network marketing is. So network marketing are companies like Amway and Tupperware and Pampered Chef and Mary Kay and I'm trying to think there was one. That's a good examples. There's a lot of, lot of examples. A lot of them. Where typically they start, well, I want to say typically they're women-based businesses owned by men. And the women are, they're leveraging the female relationships for the business. So you're supposed to have a party and invite all your friends and you give them wine and cheese and then you pressure them. It's the peer pressure of the group to purchase things. So how do they pick those people? They pick them because they want their dynamic. They have a lot of friends. People like them. People trust them. 
And then they say, oh, you'd be a great hostess. By the way, this happened to me about 15 years ago. Someone uh, took me to lunch who I admired and I wanted to get to know her better. So I was happy to go to lunch with her. And then a whole hardcore stale pitch came to me and I was owning, I owned a real estate company at the time and she was telling me I could, I was, you know what it was? Oh gosh, I'm not thinking of somebody out there who's listening knows. It's that whole thing that blew up Arbonne. Ar- it was all, you're supposed to throw out all your products and only use these natural products. I can't remember what the name of it was, mm-hmm. but it blew up. And it was amazing to me, the very smart, very savvy, very accomplished women that were just jumping on board this company, sure. but I had no interest in it. And I told her I, I would never work in network marketing. I don't agree with the model. And of course, got more hardcore sales about how it's the best model and we don't spend money on advertising. I've heard it all. doesn't matter. I'm not going to leverage the relationships and friendships I've had mm-hmm. that are built on trust over time mm-hmm. just to make a $59.95 sale and a 10% commission or whatever. So they were, you were, in a sense, manipulated to give over, and this is what happened in network marketing, to give over your credibility so that they could benefit by selling things through you. That's right. But of course, all the while, they're telling you, you're going to benefit. Imagine, make oodles of money in your spare time. Yeah, yeah. 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 So it just, it always skeeves me out whenever I got invited to those things. And I do love Tupperware, I'm not going to lie, but... The way that they were handled, the way that you were, the peer pressure and people, aren't you going to get anything? Well, I have to get something because I really like Sarah. Is a bunch of crap. I was going to use a worse word, but it's no way. But let's go to how. So if you feel like somebody's, and this can happen a lot. Oh, here we go. This can happen a lot with people who at work, professionally, this happens a lot. So people will take a shortcut by attaching themselves to somebody who's got a lot of ethos or getting an endorsement from somebody. And professionally, you really have to protect your reputation. Mm-hmm. Really have to be careful of this. Yeah. And sometimes the manipulator was really good. You won't even see it coming. Like Dennis, you and I were talking about how that whole thing I said about Jeffrey Epstein with the photo. I know other people who will go out of their way to take a photo that's all they want they want that yes. photo oh, yeah photo they think tells a picture yeah, yeah. but they can use the photo to create a narrative yeah so let's talk a little bit about how a manipulator actually can let's forget about epstein for a second but that's a big deal thing that's all over the place let's talk about that intimate that private that sort of one-on-one average person how you could lose your credibility what kind of things what a manipulator do, could do, what tactics could they use to mm, take your ethos? Now, they may leave yours alone. They may leave you have it, but they want to take some of it for themselves, maybe all of it from themselves. What tactics get used? Robin, what do you think? What tactics get used to manipulate someone's ethos and take it away? Definitely compliments. Name dropping of a person who they imply that they have a a closer relationship that they do than they do and the the person they're name dropping is who they're exploiting but that person doesn't might find out later or never yeah 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 certainly i'm trying to help you i'm here to help 
yeah. And it's yeah. so helpful, yeah. right? So Dennis, I know you got this big project coming up that you're presenting to the CEO. So I'm going into role play now. I'd love to learn from you. You know so much about the topic and I'm new here at me, uh, Inc. Would you mind if I just design all the slides for you? Cool. No, I don't mind at all. It would be so helpful. Sure, of course. Go ahead. And is to take credit for that and say, it was my presentation. Actually, actually Dennis, Dennis didn't even, I'm the one who designed that whole presentation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Dennis needed my help. And that's how that goes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Now I've eroded you and I've increased myself up and I've inserted myself into something. Sorry. The one that really, now, me is a tactic that this is something that's obvious. We see this all the time. Love bombing. How the heck does that work in, in a professional environment? Well, it's going to say that word throws people proud. Of I was just going to say that the word. Yeah. yeah. But don't kid yourself. They may, may modify the language. They may modify some of the sweetness of it, but the complimentary is a word you used before. The complimentary nature of that makes you almost willing to give your ethos away to someone because they make you feel so good and they're so complimentary and they admire your work. And somebody that, would you mentor me? Could you, your work is so, all of that sort of stuff is a version of love bombing, which yes. makes, because eventually it's going to come to, well, I, would you mind if I put your name on that? Could I, would it be all right if I cosign or whatever you're going to be asked, or they don't even ask you sometimes, they just take it away and do it. And all of that was agreed to by you. You become somewhat compliant. That was Pee Wee Herman. The root of the DNA. Compliance. Do not comply with manipulation. Yeah. But it feels so good even to, to comply. Until it does. Yeah. Until it doesn't. Right. And, and this to get into the specifics of what you said, Dennis, the red flag for you should be gushing compliments, superlatives, the use of superlatives, mm -hmm. waxing on, repeating over and over to the point where you feel embarrassed by the mm -hmm. compliments. That's usually a, a love bombing tactic. Mm -hmm. If somebody gives you a private compliment that is specific and the specificity is, is really where the authenticity is. Yeah. And they give that to you privately and they just say it one time that's that's more of a normal type behavior. Yeah. The manipulator will want to do this very publicly because it puts you in a position where you have to be polite and you have to accept what they're saying. And they also want to put out a show and they want everyone to see what a great gal or great guy they are. It's it's it definitely should should put you on a high alert when when that happens. Yeah, and it, sometimes they'll use the compliments of other people about you. Oh, Alex told me that your work is, and I, I saw the report that they did about, it was really third great. Party, that's one of our tactics, use of a third well, party. Absolutely. So you got to be careful that because it feels so good until it doesn't. So you got to be careful. It, it takes many different forms, but the idea of that is so that they can ultimately take some of your credibility to use for themselves. So that's what the manipulation is all about in that case. It's not a matter of how to get sex or to make money or any other. That's a, it's to take your credibility yeah. that you've worked so hard for to develop and to borrow it, to take it, to steal it, and to use it for themselves 
at your expense. That's what makes them manipulative. They don't care what happens to you. Well, it's it's funny that you said, yeah, we can talk about, they always want something. Yeah. Usually when they're trying to do this reputation thing, there's, I would, Dennis, you can tell me if you agree with this because it's just popping my head. I think it's part of a bigger agenda. Whereas if they're trying to have sex with you or they're trying to take money from you, sometimes that's a little more obvious and it may be more transactional. Mm-hmm. But the reputation thing could be part of a much bigger, well, makes me think of Bernie Madoff. Mm, yeah, it was one, yeah. Bernie Madoff, who had the Ponzi scheme, which, by the way, that's what I think network marketing is, somewhat of a Ponzi scheme. Bernie Madoff, he was he used his reputation. He used his ethos. And how did he do it? The initial investors with Bernie Madoff, he was a guy who invested your money for you and gave you returned your money. You can Google him. He's in jail. The initial investors... He gave high returns on their money so that they would tell their friend. And this is how it built very quickly. And so then he started taking more and more money from other people. And then the people, then he would give certain payouts. So it made people feel like they weren't ripped off yet. But then as soon as somebody wanted their initial money that they invested back, he couldn't pay it back and the whole house of cards tumbled. I had a client a few a few years back when that Madoff thing was breaking. I had a client who was a bank president who was one of these victims of the Madoff thing. And they were going to court. And I had to go to, I went in to coach this guy on how to appear in court and all that sort of thing, how to give testimony and so forth. And I asked him, look, you're president of this bank. It was a major bank. I said, how the, what happened? Yeah. Well, I, I looked at it. Diligence. Yeah. He, thought, I, I, he said, I looked at it and. There were several other banks that had their name on there. And I, That's I he named, a, name dropped a couple of people who Madoff had name dropped. He said, well, that's okay. I, and then Madoff, of course, took his name and his position and his bank and used it in other places. So he took that person. He took ethos from other people, used it on him, took his, and then used it on other people. This is the same type of thing we're talking about. That's just a bigger case. But I remember it very well because the guy was, it was heartbroken because, gee, I, I thought it was so. I, yeah, I had a friend who lost $800,000 in Boston because I think he hit a lot of Boston people. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was almost a retirement. But I just realized how funny his last name is Madoff. Like, you made off with Madoff. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's how they do it. And so, yeah. you do, especially at work professionally, when you feel and usually you get a, a nicky feeling you just go what it is right what yeah, can you do about it without looking like uh, like you're confronting or you're, you're paranoid or yeah. you look petty because you look you say hey this isn't what are some things that you can do well one of the first things you can do is to ask them to verify the claims that they're making we've talked before about leveraging other people and using surrogates. These are other tactics that we've talked about in other podcasts and in the book. Instead of just taking it, taking the word of this, oh, really? Ask a little bit about it. Ask for clarification. Ask for some of the details. Right ask, there. Ding, ding. Ask to talk to that person. Let me check with this, Susan and see how. Curiosity. So, you yeah, have absolutely. to maintain it with the manipulator. 
curious. They don't want you to be that curious. No, they just accept want you to accept it. Accept. Yeah. And That's how you know you're onto something is when you get curious, they get more upset or oh, more. Yeah. No, 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 don't, you don't have to. No, yeah. no don't bother. I, I'll, I'll have them write you a letter or you don't have to do anything. Oh, I'll see. Rather than get intimidated and back down, you need Watch to out. double down. You, you bet. Double down. And this can be hard to do. This is why. And Dennis, we only have five minutes left. I will say that this is why Dennis and I do training and coaching on this because once you go through training with us and even one-on-one coaching, these are lifetime skills you can unknow. You have them for the rest of your life. They're not, it's not something that goes away or you forget. You practice what it's like to stand up for yourself, to set a boundary, to call things when you see them. And you feel because you're so much stronger for having these skills, you're not even targeted because it's almost like they can sense yeah. that you yeah. have the skills. Yeah. Once they know that you're on to them, so to speak, you start asking questions and expressing right. them up. They're pretty much say, well, you know what? Let's, let's do it. They may back away completely because they, well, listen, we've said you before, manipulators want to do the easy thing. If you start becoming a tough sell, so to speak, they'll back away. They'll go, yeah. You know what? They want ghost to you. Are. You'll be ghosted and you should be glad for it. Um, we, we have, Dennis and I have organically been growing with no promotion and no proper asks or anything. But 2024, we're putting our foot on the gas pedal. So you can go to our website, Outwit in real time. We'll drop it in the show notes. You can subscribe there. You will not get nonstop emails from us. I promise because. Yeah. We don't do that. We do have a work, a public workshop we're going to be doing virtually and you'll, but you will find out about that. It's going to, cause the website's being revamped right now. We would ask you to do us a favor and review the podcast. And I don't think we have enough reviews cause we, we never asked for them, but that would be awesome if you could do that. And anything else we want to add? Well, it's nice Can to know that so many thousands of people who are benefiting by all of this and whoever. People who have written to us and who have contacted us, we're really delighted to know that what we believe in and we know is valuable and helpful, that so many of you are finding it helpful and are willing to, to say thanks to us. Some of them, some of you have been guests on the show, and we'll have more of that. It's- I brought you on, David. Ah, <laughs> uh, there you are. There's our producer, producer Dave. Dave. I just wanted to bring him on because it looked like he was remembering something that we should say. Yeah. No, I think you've you've said it. Is my audio okay? It's yeah, better than ours. I'm in my fur hut <laughs> or my she shed. I am the producer after all. No, yes, in, indeed. The most important thing is following the podcast wherever you find your podcast, be it Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or otherwise. And I'm glad you let me on because I can I can ring you out with the closing music if you like. Oh, I love this. We'll be back again, 4 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. See you next week. I love this theme song, folks. Feel it. Don't DM. I love this song. And in case you tuned in late, I'm Dr. Dennis Becker. And next to me is my colleague, Robin Belinsky. Thank you so much for being with us this time. We'll see you next time. Bye for now. Thank you for being with us today on today's episode of Outwitting the Manipulator, Protecting Yourself in Real Time. Robin and Dennis are seasoned communication experts, not medical or therapeutic professionals. 
The thoughts and opinions expressed are their own. If you, a loved one, or a friend are in an abusive or controlling relationship, you will find additional resources in the show notes for today's episode. Their book, Outwitting the Manipulator, Protecting Yourself in Real Time, is available on Amazon and Kindle. We invite you to be with us again next time, and Robin and Dennis will discuss ways of outwitting the manipulator, protecting yourself in real time. Thank you.